Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. Last week, we preached part one of impartation, a gift in waiting. This is part two. Get a pencil and paper and take some notes. I'm telling you, you're going to be blessed. You know you've got a gift that someone needs. All you have to do is impart it. And they have an impartation to give to you, especially if they're born again and know Jesus Christ as Lord. So I want you to get this inside of you. I mean, so that it will come out of you because it really is a gift in waiting. So let's go right now to part two of impartation, a gift in waiting. Get ready to receive. Take notes, go over them, because they're going to operate in you today. Watch. Write this down. We are responsible for the influence we exert. Write it down. We are responsible for the influence we exert. I am responsible for the influence that I brought to Europe, that I will bring to South Africa. I'm responsible for that, that I, and I exerted influence in those nations. I'm responsible for it. One time a preacher was preaching. It was so funny, you know, to say it. And all of a sudden they lowered the lights and he stopped. He said, put the lights back on. I can't see my notes. So the lights came back up and he waved at the people and said, you're in my notes. You're in my notes. You see, you. He was coming to impart not what was on his paper, what was inside of him. And the notes were you. You hear what I'm saying? Think about that for a minute, see? See, that's why I don't like preaching in what I call nightclub churches. Don't shout me down. Man, every time you go in, uh, I mean, I'm not against lights. I mean, I, lo I love uh, people doing stuff. But my God, when it's time to preach, throw the lights on. You know, they got to get real dark. Darkness is not a part of my nature. Amen. You see? Uh-uh. I'll tell them, put the lights on. Put them up. I want to see my notes. I want to see the people that I'm imparting to. And I want to see their faces like you're looking at me, imparting to me. Amen. You see? You know, but I know a lot of people that like all the color light. And that's good. I have no problem with that whatsoever at all. But when it comes time to the preaching of the word, first, and him, come on, show going, thank you, Holy Ghost. He said, I don't need colored lights and lowered lights to have me worship better. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with worshiping with bright lights or holy no lights. It don't make no difference. You ain't got to put me in the mood. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to put me in the mood. I'm in the mood. Da, 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 da. In the mood. <laughs> I stay in the mood. My God, I preach to myself. I look at myself in the mirror and go, Jesse! And he says, what? I've given an offering to myself. I gave it and received it at the same time. Yeah. I don't need somebody to try to move me. I'm moved already by the Holy Ghost. Ooh. See, believers are designed by God to be mutual improvement societies. We are responsible for the influence we exert. And when you understand that, my God, like I, we prayed for a lady who was in Europe. She said, I, 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 I was in pain. I, I'm completely healed. I said, forever. Amen. Don't let nobody tell you it's coming back. And if it tries, say, talk to the hand. Yeah. And if you won't listen, keep calling, call waiting. Turn it around. And Kathy showed me how to do that. Mm-mm. You see, you're in my notes. See, you're talking to me right now by just looking at me. Some of you are like this. Some of you are like this. 
And some of you are going, I'll take both. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, that's why preachers like people shout when they preach it. But now some of them want that to make them feel better. You ain't going to put me in the mood. I'm already in the mood. You see what I'm saying? I live in the mood. Ask Kathy. I just live in the mood. I mean, I'm just, I mean, have you ever saw me sad, sick, discouraged, depressed, despondent, broke, busted? I don't have time for that foolishness. I don't have time for that at all. I just stay in the mood. Yeah, it's so easy. You see, it's called impartation, a gift in waiting. Write this now. We must be possessed with a passion to share. To share what? Impartation. Not religion. Not arguments of theological, you know, do you believe once saved, always saved? Well, I ain't looking to get out. I believe in eternal security. I'm saved by grace, but I don't believe once saved, always saved. Now, you don't disagree, you disagree with that? It's fine. Just don't lose your mood. I believe in speaking in tongues. Well, that's not for today. How did I get it? That's of the devil. If it was of the devil, I'd have found it. Because I found everything the devil ever had before I was saved. I didn't see nobody speaking in tongues when I was a heathen. I believe in healing. Why? Because sickness hurts. I believe in long life with health. That doesn't mean the devil won't attack your body. He's going to come at you, but you just keep... Mm -mm. Mm -mm. A fight you want, a fight you're going to get, devil. Uh-uh. You don't take this boy. You don't touch this boy. You don't touch this girl. Glory to God. I like that. Eee, whatever that was, but I like that. Do you see? It's importation. That's what Paul said. I needed to be comforted. Because he knew the Romans, Christians wouldn't do it. My God, do you see that? Let me say it again. We, uh, we must be possessed with a passion to share. Write this down. This is good. Importation is given not to unsettle your opinions and practices. They ain't coming here to mess you up about something. Importation is given not to unsettle your opinions and practices, but to establish and confirm the faith. That's why Paul wanted to go. Your importation is given not to unsettle your opinions and practices but to establish and confirm the faith. Oh, I just have to say it. God don't teach you by trials and tests, tribulations. You hear that all your life? He teaches you by the word, not by the stuff you're going through. He teaches you by the word. The church world teaches you by tests, tribulations, and all kind of craziness. So you expect it and you think God sent it to you. Don't shout me down when a preacher goes, listen to me. He don't teach. How can he teach you to be sick when he's never been sick? Amen. How can he teach you to sin when he's never sinned? He don't want to teach you about all this stuff. You go, and we go through some tough stuff sometimes. Don't misunderstand. But he's not teaching us by that. Do you learn from it? Yeah, not to do it again. But he teaches you by his word. So when you're going through something, you just speak the word to it. This is what the word of God says about that. That's what the word of God said about that. 
the word of God says, by his stripes I'm healed. But you're sick. I'm not dealing with what I feel. I'm dealing with what I know to be true. You're not denying and living in a state of denial. You deny it's right. See, that's what my mother saw in the promises of God because she had the promise of her family down to a thousand generations. So the more I sinned, the more she believed I'd get saved, which made no sense to me. But she had way more power than me because the promises of God are far more powerful than the sins of people. And I was a heathen from hell. Do you understand? You had no idea what I was capable of doing and done. Yet my mama said, it's your tough luck. You were born to me. See, she was important to me, a promise I didn't want, but I had no other choice because God's promises are far more powerful than just in the planets of sins. Are y'all getting this? So maybe you have a kid that's not living the way they should. Hang on, man, my God. Give it time to work. Ooh, Jesus. I'm not here to change your opinion, your practice, but to confirm that faith. So when I hear Beth, you know, Daryl, when they kept telling me you this and this and that, I, you know, I, it, it almost seemed nonchalant. Like, I didn't care for Daryl and you know, Debbie. You know, raise your hands if people know who I'm talking about. I mean, he was diagnosed with cancer and all that. I mean, I, I didn't like it. I just said, well, my Jesus striped Daryl was here. Now, I went to the hospital when he was out like a light. He was on some drugs that I wouldn't mind having some myself. <laughs> well, what I mean, no, but I didn't want that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Whoo, Lord. But I, I just looked at him and said, he wants to live. He always said, I want to live. I don't want to die. So I set myself in agreement with what he said. Not what the doctor said. The doctor only goes by what he sees. See, we're dealing with importation by faith, yeah. Well, suppose, ah, ah. Get out of the land to suppose. Suppose it don't work, but suppose it does. See, they're trying to get you, as I preached not too long ago, they're trying to get you to believe for something you don't want. See? Yeah, when you understand that, that this importation is given not to unsettle your opinions and practices, but to establish and confirm the faith. Yeah. So when I see people going through tough times, I tell them tough times don't last, tough people do. Because I see the end of the result. Pat, my good friend Pat and Louisa back there, when Pat was having some problems with his legs or whatever, that, I mean, I didn't deny that. And you know what everybody's saying, you know he's 80. Well, whoopee do. All you got to do is turn the eight around and it turns out to be eight. Zero eight. Just... But he's here today. You see my point? You understand what I'm saying? That doesn't mean the devil hadn't attacked us. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He does. But you know what? That, that don't mean nothing to me. Now, I'm going to get really super radical here. Now, you, you can talk this all you want and confess to you blue in the face, but you got to know this. I don't care if they're dead. Oh, I'm going to shock some people. You can raise them. Oh, man, get out. That's something like y'all. Oh, oh. Just, just be honest. You ain't got the guts. Your faith is not developed there. Yeah, but they've been dead 20 years. When Jesus was resurrected, there was people who had been dead for 100 years that walked the streets of Jerusalem. Yeah. 100 years. You think God is concerned about your flesh? Well, what about people being, uh, what do they call them when you burn them? 
cremated. Well, he started with dust. You think that's going to bother Jesus when God's going to call them 1,100 men that are in the, in the battleship Arizona? My God, in Honolulu, Hawaii, in Pearl Harbor, which the, the sea has dissolved their flesh and bone. That's why you, when you went to the Titanic, you found no skeletons. Been down there since, what, 1906 or 1912? can't remember when it sunk. You find shoes because shoes have been treated with stuff that salt can't destroy it. That's all desired. But when God calls, bone, blood, bone, connected to it. It's coming together, buddy. Think about that. And he said, look at me. Come on, look at me. You can do that. Have you done that, Brother Jesse? No, I have not. But the fat lady ain't sung yet. Now, I don't know what the fat lady is, but most fat women can sing good. You ever notice that? I mean, they could just put, put it on, son. It's a blessing, see? You want scripture? St. John 14, verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. Now, you got to believe that let me tell you how you get that way. You can raise that. You got to believe that like you believe you're saved. How many of you are saved? Put your hand up. People can't talk you out of it, can you? Sometimes you get up in the morning, you don't feel saved. Sometimes you get on 310 and I-10 and everybody's using sign language and nobody's deaf. You know what I'm talking about. And my God, you want you, you know. You want to take your gun out, shoot that finger off. Oh. Don't shout me down. Come on, it's true. You feel it sometimes. Sometimes you ask yourself, is Jesus looking? Yeah. Oh. You don't feel saved, but that don't change it. You are. Your conception of God must be elevated. Your conception of God must be elevated. Hmm. An educated ministry is desirable. A converted ministry is indispensable. Amen. We love education. And, and an educated ministry is desirable to have an, a doctorate degree. But a converted ministry, who is indispensable? See, what I'm telling you, importation. See, you got to understand, it's to elevate your conception of God, of who you are in Christ Jesus. That's importation. A gift in waiting. Oh, yeah. Let me say it again. Your conception of God must be elevated, and an educated ministry, an educated ministry is desirable, but a converted ministry is indispensable. See, people, I want to close with this, with this last point. We're in a war. There's a war going on right now in the spirit world. I mean, devastating war. Write this down. If we are to win this holy war, we must stand by each other's side and hold each other up. If we're going to win this holy war, we must stand by each other's side 
and hold each other up. So Betty, I'm going to hold up the Baptist. I'm going to hold up the Methodist. I'm going to hold the Episcopalian, the Presbyterian, the Church of God, the Church of Christ, the Word of Faith, the Four Gospels, the Assemblies of God, the Catholic Church. Do I agree with everything? No, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to hold them up because if they just say Jesus, that's good enough for me. If I get close enough to them, I, I, I will exert influence and they'll start walking in the nine gifts of the Spirit, the nine fruits of the Spirit, the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So I just let my light shine. Let me read that scripture again, verse 11. For I long to see you. Can you hear his voice? Can you hear Paul's voice? For I long to see you. That I may impart into you some spiritual gift. To the end that you may be established. That is that I may be comforted together encouraged together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. I just got to read verse 13. Now I would not have you ignorant brethren that oftentimes I purpose to come unto you but was let hitherto that I might have some fruit among you also even as among other Gentiles. Let me read verse 14. I'm a debtor both to the Greeks, to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. He could have said he was only, uh, he was indebted to the Jewish people because he was Jewish. No, he said the Greeks, the barbarians, the wise, the unwise. Verse 15, so as much as in me is, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. Why? For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now can you see why I don't care what church I go in? I don't care what denominational, non-denominational, or interdenominational. I preach in Jewish synagogues, Catholic churches, Episcopal churches, Presbyterian churches. That's Catholic light. It's called Catholic light. It's very close. Church of God churches. The Church of the Nazarenes. The Church of Christ. The Church of God in Christ. The Church of God of Christ. Church of God of prophecy in Christ with the Holy Convocation. Word of faith. First Baptist. Second Baptist. Third Baptist. First Pentecostal. United Pentecostal. I preached all these churches. All different kinds. Full gospel. Church of God of Cleveland. Comfortable in every one of them. You know why? For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it. To Jesse first. Oh, I mean to the Jew first. <laughs> and also to the Greek. Ladies and gentlemen, are you holding up others believers in your life?
Think about that for a minute. Listen, we're responsible for each other. And it doesn't matter what denominational people are. Denomination, non-denomination, interdenomination. It doesn't make any difference about that. Because Jesus said to come together in the unity of the faith. It didn't say the unity of doctrine. We got to have unity, not uniformity. That's how you touch the world, through unity. It's about having that passion to share Christ like I talk about. We have to be possessed with it. I mean that sincerely. And, you know, I have a possession in me. I am possessed by a Holy Spirit. Think about that for a minute. That's such a blessing of the Lord. You hear about people being demon-possessed. If you're born again, you are possessed by a Holy Spirit. And that executes passion through you. And it's such a blessing of the Lord. I believe there are many people watching that want that passion in their lives, but maybe you had it once, but you've drifted away because of circumstances from God. You've drifted away. I'd like to pray for you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I ask you to restore and minister greatly to people now. Give them that passion. Have it come back into them that this is not about religion. This is about you, Lord, about being born again and shining that light that so many desperate people need today. I thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You know, I know that life's not easy. A man told me the other day, he said, but you, you, you're not afraid to die. I said, let me tell you something, mister. Dying's easy. All you got to do is cut the switch off. Living that's hard. It's getting up every morning and face this world. And this world is not an easy world to live into. But you know what? When you impart the glory of God, it is a blessing. And I'm telling you, and it truly is a gift. Kathy's coming right now with some glorious moments. And I love that segment because those are testimonies that you sent in. And Kathy reads them. It's such a blessing. Yeah, I believe it blesses God. It blesses Kathy. And it blesses me. And I believe it's blessing you. And you may be one of those that's going to write one in very soon. So, Kathy, take it away. And like I said before, bless God, bless the people, bless Jesse, praise the Lord. Let's hear a great, glorious moment right now. Hello. It's wonderful to begin a new year with praise to God for the glorious things He's already done. That's why Jesse and I are excited to begin 2024 by giving praise to God for the millions of people that have been reached since Jesse preached his first sermon in January of 1976. Listen to these testimonies from precious lives that have been changed through their contact with our ministry. Since our lives have changed forever because of your teachings. God led us to your heaven broadcast and our lives have changed forever. We learned that we could talk to God. We went from lukewarm Christians to being on fire, having a vision, having our ministry call, and we are running to the finish line of this race because Jesus is coming. Thank you, Jesse and Kathy, for your sacrifice and dedication to doing your assignment and completing the call of God in your life. This next testimony says, Thank Today I saw your YouTube video and I came back to Jesus. I am 58 and in my 20s, Jesse led me to salvation. I turned away and have been struggling ever since. I should have kept the faith. What a great man. Thank you for your steadfastness. You are truly amazing and you haven't changed one bit. Wow, just keep the faith. Now I am sure I am saved because of Jesse. Love that. You know, for 48 years, we've been fulfilling the great commission of Jesus to go into all the world and reach people right where they are with the good news about Jesus. We know that when we take time to celebrate the great wonders that God has done in the past, it creates expectations for God to perform more great wonders 
Exodus chapter 15, verse 11 in the New Living Translation says, Who is like you among the gods, O Lord, glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, performing great wonders? Rejoice with us today for all that God has done and expect God to perform great wonders in your life today. God bless you. Get fired up with who you really are and take the time to get in His presence and be filled with His glory. God has opened up the door, girls, and we need to walk through it. Kathy Duplantis' Glorious, a conference for women. Register online at jdm.org. I hope you get our January product offer. I love my book, Advance in Life. It, you go from revelation to inspiration to manifestation. Listen, God has advancement on his mind for you. He wants to advance you inwardly and outwardly and upwardly. This book is going to help you move forward in every area, not some areas, every area of your life. How do I get it? Go to jdm.org for all the ordering information and you will get that. Also, we have been publishing a magazine called Voice of the Covenant. For I don't know how many years. We do it in written form and we do it digitally. Now, I hope you're getting our Voice of the Covenant monthly magazine. It's packed with great ministry. Kathy and I have articles in there, praise reports, and a lot more. You can get all on our list at jdm.org. Just get on the list at jdm.org. Or you can view the magazine, listen to this, in English and Spanish, right there online at our website. Check it out today at jdm.org. I tell you what, we are doing some stuff in this ministry. We are reaching, reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. We love that statement. Partners, thank you for helping me reach, preach this gospel. You know, Matthew 24, 14 comes to mind when this gospel is preached to the world for witness. They got to witness it. The end shall come. That's why I'm traveling all the time, doing, going on every available outlet I can get on. Why? So people can know who I am? No, man, I'm, I, I, I could care less about that stuff. But God has been so good and gracious to us. Your faithful financial support is so vitally important. I wish things were free, but they're not. So we have to pay them, and some of them are very expensive. That's okay. We're going to believe God. We know how to trust and believe God. We also believe for the hundredfold for every partner believing with us. I don't care if it's $2 or $2 million. I mean that sincerely. We're believing for the hundredfold. This anointing of increases on me, and it's got to come on you. There's no other choice in the matter, but it doesn't happen without a seed. You know, a tree don't grow without a seed. You can't eat an orange if somebody don't sow a seed, an orange tree seed. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? So thank you, partners, for helping me to reach this world for Jesus. This is Jesse DePlantis from New Orleans, Louisiana, saying we love you. We really do. Now, don't miss next week's program, okay? I'll see you then. May God bless you. Bye-bye. I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to let your light shine and be the impartation of Jesus the world needs? I love our January partner, awful titled, Impartation, A Gift in Waiting. You have something divine in you that must be shared, and that's Jesus Christ. Order your copy at jdm.org today, and you will be blessed. So often we're looking
looking to God to do everything, but he's wanting us to speak up and say what he's already said. He knew the directive God had already told him they were going to the promised land. It didn't matter what the obstacle was, what the, the hindrance was. You have a promise, you keep moving forward, keep believing. And that Red Sea's gonna open up.